Squiz Kids acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands on which we podcast, the Turrbal and Gadigal people. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Wednesday, May 31. In Squiz Kids Today, fake news figures revealed. Walking the tightrope in Italy. Russia's sneaky spy whale. And it's state of origin time. That's what's making news, kid style. The Lowdown. We all love a good troll through social media, right? Whether it's Instagram, YouTube or Facebook, we've all at some point found ourselves getting lost in a scroll. So, it will come as something of a wake-up call to learn that the top social media platforms yesterday revealed the number of fake news items they removed before they reached Australian eyes or ears. More than 300,000 YouTube videos were pulled down for containing dangerous or misleading information about COVID-19. More than 15,700 TikTok videos were removed from the platform on the grounds of misinformation last year. And the company Meta took action on more than 91,000 pieces of content across its social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram. Now, that's a whole lot of online content, making untrue claims or outright lies, which happily none of us ever saw. But while lots of misinformation was stopped in its tracks, authorities admit that lots more managed to sneak through the defences and into our feeds. It's another timely reminder to always do as Squizzy the Newshound says, and that's to stop, think and check every time we come across a piece of content online. Because it's super important to not always believe everything we see, read or hear. Stop before believing it, think about who created the content and why they might have wanted to do so, and check with a credible source of information as to whether it would be true, be that a parent, a teacher or a trusted news source. And if your classroom is not yet among the 1,200 around the country that have signed up to NewsHounds, our very own free media literacy program for primary school kids, then head on over to squizkids.com.au and get involved today. Thanks, Squizzy. And thanks for popping into the podcast early today. You've cleared room at the end of the pod for me to get my state of origin on. globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Italy, where a man has broken the record for the country's highest city tightrope walk. With only a very long pole to help him keep his balance, Andrea Lorenzi walked just over 200 metres on a tightrope suspended 140 metres above the ground, between two high-rise buildings in the city of Milan. I've stuck video of the remarkable feat in today's episode notes. And by feat, I mean F-E-A-T, which is another word for achievement, not F-E-E-T, which is what Andrea used to walk across the tightrope. Barefooted and shoeless, no less. Yikes. Why did he do it? Because he wanted to bring attention to the topic of climate change. 
Luckily for him, though, the climate didn't change midway through his walk to summon up a big wind and blow him off. That would have been awkward. Animal Kingdom. It sounds like something out of a movie. Or maybe even a great children's picture book. But sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. And so it is with the news that a Russian spy whale has been spotted off the coast of Sweden. So, what's a Russian spy whale, I hear you ask? It's a beluga whale that some people believe has been trained by the Russian military to swim into the harbours and ports of neighbouring countries and collect information to take back to its mother country. I am not making this up. When first spotted three years ago in waters off Norway, the whale was wearing a harness with Russian words written on it, and a special attachment for a camera. This week, the whale was spotted off the coast of Sweden, so he's one beluga that's on the move. Russia has never responded to claims that it trained the beluga whale to spy on neighbouring countries, but sometimes things are just too crazy not to be true. Alright footy fans, heat up the popcorn, break out your beanies and settle in for an almighty clash of the titans as the first State of Origin match kicks off tonight in Adelaide. Alright, alright, when I say footy, I should be more specific and say league. And yes, I know to a lot of you listening out there, it's not real footy unless it involves a Sharon. But just go with me. Because to lots of us in New South Wales and Queensland, tonight's clash between the Maroons and the Blues is one of the biggest sporting events of the year. Will the Blues cope without Luttrell now that he's out with a calf injury? Will the shift of the hammer into the centres to face off against Turbo be the master manoeuvre that seals the deal? And most importantly, will any one single player or commentator be able to get through a pre- or post-match interview without speaking in garbled footy jargon? Like I am right now. And a big shout out to Christy, who has dug deep today and pulled off a blinder with some truly excellent classroom companion worksheets on the subject of footy jargon. Check them out at squizkids.com.au. Game on. Time for the squiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. In which Italian city did a man perform the country's highest tightrope walk this week? Yeah, that's right, it was Milan. Question number two. In which Australian city is the first state of origin game being played tonight? Yeah, well done if you said Adelaide. Question number three. What sort of a whale is also a suspected, if unconfirmed, Russian spy. That's right, it's a beluga whale. Shout outs. It's May 31. State of origin isn't the only sporting event on our minds today. It's also only 50 days today until the FIFA Women's World Cup kicks off in Australia and New Zealand. Oh, and most importantly, today is also World Otter Day. Easily one of my favourite animals ever. 
It's also a special day for these Squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Anthony from Ashmont, Sam from Albany Hills, Sarah from Forest Lake, Eren from Gawler, Julian from Northcote, Harlan from Holsworthy, Rocco from Pran, Alex from North Perth, Everly from Oran Park, Quinn from Yapoon, Layla from Earlwood, Flynn from Sydney, Fleur from Wombat, Chad from Blacktown, and Erin from Belrose. And belated birthday shout-outs today go to Stephanie from Wadalba, Sienna from Matong, and Jack from Bulladila. And today's classroom shout-outs go to Class 5, 6H and Mr Curie at YE Public School. Class 6H and Mrs Hayes at Carlingford Public School. Class 6M and Mrs Mathers at St Joseph's Catholic Primary School in Oyster Bay. Class 5N and Mr Nuttall at Livingston Primary School in Vermont South. Classes 3M and 4B at St Christopher's Catholic Primary School in Holsworthy. And Ms Tully's Year 3 class at Chatswood Public School. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.